Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 155 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. And it's fabulous to have you here for the 155th episode. And I cannot believe that next week will be my three-year anniversary. I'm very excited about it all. And I will have a guest next week. It's all been a bit tricky with Christmas and New Year because all my guests have been busy being frivolous and enjoying themselves and this week they're all busy getting back to work a bit like me really. Um, I've got a very specific topic today. I'm going to be talking about um, setting up and running magazines um, which is, uh, there's a good reason for this and I will tell you about it um, because I have, uh, for the last three years or four years, I have been an editor for Mom's Favourite Read magazine. Now, that is the American spelling, and I'm not entirely sure why it's got the American spelling, but it's a great magazine and um, it has a real uh, wide mixture of things in it. Um, Now, we had the 50th... uh, episode um, was came out in December and the core team who had been there since the beginning for five years um, thought it was time for them to step down and uh, take a back seat from the magazine. Um, they felt they'd given all they could give to it and I said that I would take over as um, the editor-in-chief. I agreed to do that. Um, And I was very excited about the new role, but um, it would appear that now, for various reasons, um, I will be taking over not only as the editor-in-chief, but as the the publisher of the magazine. So I have been learning a lot about uh, running magazines in the last few weeks. It's taken up um, some of my Christmas break as well, although I did manage to have a break, which was nice. Um, I enjoyed my break. So I thought I would talk to you today about some of the things that I've learned in the process as I move over. Before I do that, I would like to thank um, the people who um, set up Mom's Favourite Reads. Now, I don't know who they all were because there were a couple of people who had left before I joined in. But uh, the three people who um, are still there and who are stepping down are Hannah Howe, Uh, Melanie Smith and Silva Fay and they are all amazing amazing ladies and they have all done a fabulous job um, in terms of running the magazine and I'm very much looking forward to taking over from them and I would like to thank them for their faith in me to take the magazine on to the next five years and who knows maybe even further. Um, But it has been a steep learning curve for me, as you can imagine. Um, Yes, I am a publisher. Yes, I uh, do have published other people. But this is the first time I've stepped into running a magazine, a monthly magazine, which is a whole um, different 
vibe, a whole different beast altogether, really. But I'm enjoying the journey. So I thought I would share some of that journey with you and talk to you about um, why running a magazine is a good idea and why it... um, why you may want to think about considering it uh, because it really can be a worthwhile endeavour. So, first of all, I would like to say this is an e-magazine and I'm only going to be talking about e-magazines today. I'm not entirely sure how you go about um, publishing print magazines. I haven't gone down that route and I'm not planning on going down that route. At the moment, anyway, I never say never because every time you say, oh, I'm never going to do that, something comes along and then, hey, Look what happens. Um, You know, I would say that I would never run a magazine, but hey, it's happened and I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited about the new challenge and the new way in which it will take me. Um, So why would you think about doing it? Well, the reason I'm thinking about doing it is because um, I think it's a, a good medium. I think it is a good platform. I'm doing it because it's a platform for other authors. I'm doing it because it's a platform for um, newer authors to get a start, to get published. And I'm doing it because I've enjoyed being the editor and I don't want to see it fold. Um, It's got a good readership. It's got quite a large readership. In fact, there are several thousand people read it every month um, and it would be a shame to lose that readership. Um, But it's also a way of giving back, I think, giving back to readers, giving back to um, to other authors. And I um, would like to continue with it. So um, first of all, what you need before you start doing it is you cannot do it on your own. This is not a one man band type of operation. You need people helping you. And that's important. That's extremely important um, because, first of all, if you're a one-man band and something goes wrong, um, you're ill or you, um, you know, you get admitted to hospital or for some reason um, there's an emergency and you cannot do the magazine, there has to be people to step in and still be able to carry on and bring it out and run it. Um, and I have a very good core team. Um, as I say, three of the core team are stepping down. But um, some of the people who were already on the core team are stepping up for other things. Um, and we are bringing on a new person to do the design um, called Eileen Eileen Rowland, um, who's an, an excellent um uh, writer and she has already done some work uh, publishing booklets and magazines so I'm very much looking forward to working with Eileen um, the lovely Sheena has stepped up to take a bigger role, that's Sheena McLeod again, fabulous writer and other people on the team have agreed to um, write um take on some more responsibilities for some of the other features as well. So we're spreading the um, load around um, so that we have a tight-knit but dedicated and extremely good team. And that's, um, they've all got clearly defined roles now. I mean, we always did have clearly defined roles, but some people's roles are changing slightly and they um, are taking on other roles as well. Um, Now, this is doable. I'm not trying to force anybody into doing too much. And that's important to think about. You don't want anyone to be doing too much more than they're able to do, because I will say you need to decide whether it's going to be free or paid. And this is a free magazine. 
Um, it, so because it's a free magazine, nobody's making any money. And these people are doing it as a real labour of love. And I am extremely grateful to them. Um, I'm also grateful to uh, Alison Symes, who is our flash fiction and short story um, editor. And she is doing an amazing job, um, uh, Alison. So I want to thank them all. And I'm very much looking forward to working with them in the roles as they change and as we move forward. Um, so you need to decide on you need a team. And it's important to get the right team in place with the right skills. Otherwise, you're going to find that you're tripping over yourself and you keep having to change things and move things. And so everybody needs to know what the role is. They have a clearly defined role and they have the skills to carry out that role. That's the first thing you need to consider. The next thing you need to consider is what is the focus of the magazine going to be? Um, now, Mom's favourite reads, as you can probably work out from the title, is aimed at uh, mothers um, who want to read um, a, a monthly magazine. And I know that we also have men um read it. So although it's for mothers, men also read it. But it's not just for mothers, it's for women. I shouldn't just say mothers because it's for anyone really. And people get the impression that you have to be a mom to actually uh, write for the magazine. And that's not the case. Um, anyone can write for the magazine. Um, and we have men writing. We've had a, a Catholic priest writing, although he is stepping down now and someone else is taking over that column. Um, but we did have a lot of different people writing. We have male poets. Um, we have uh, men who are writing articles for us. So it's not just for women, although the focus of the magazine is really for a magazine, a light magazine that women would want to read. But it's not when I say light, I don't mean light as in light on content, because the content can make you think, the content can make you, can challenge you. Um, in the articles, it's important to have things that people enjoy, but will also challenge them where they will learn things and where they might want to step out of their comfort zone or think about stepping out of their comfort zone. So when you're thinking about the, um, what's going to go in it, then you do really need to think about a wide range of topics um, and activities, types of stories, etc. And we'll I'll go into that a bit more in depth in, in a minute. Um, but the focus of the magazine is what dictates your content, really. For example, if it's a writing magazine, then you're only going to have articles on writing, publishing, agents, things like that. If it's a if it's a magazine, you know, a men's magazine, then it's going to have things aimed at men. Um, if it's a Christian magazine or a magazine for Muslim women or whatever it is you're writing, the, the, the actual focus of the magazine will dictate um, the content in the end. You then need to make a decision on how often you're going to publish it. Now, Mom's Favourite Reads comes out once a month. It comes out on the first of every month. Now, you may want to do less than that, especially to start with, because it does take some getting used to. It does take some putting together. Um, 
and you need to make sure you have the time to do this. Um, as I say, I've been doing it um, for three years anyway, so um, my role's just changing um, and other people's roles are changing. So I am giving it the same amount of time I've been giving for the three years, so that helps. Although I do have a wider role in making sure that the content of the magazine um, is good, that the content of the magazine comes in on time um, and to um, screen what comes in and what is going to go into the magazine and also commissioning people to write for the magazine. Um, so you need to decide how often you want it published. I think once a month is a good um, time for me, I'm able to do it and the rest of the team feel that they're able to do it as well. So that's important. You then need a clear timeline of when everything is done. So a clear timeline for the submission dates for every month so that your contributors have a clear um, goal to work towards. And obviously, if you want somebody to contribute for a magazine, you can't just say to them three days before the magazine is due out, um, we need submissions. You need to give them time to write their article or their um, short story or whatever it is they're writing. You need to give them the time. So a clear submission date and then a clear date of when the editing will be completed. Um, now, what we do is we ask that um, the everything that is submitted to Mom's Favourite Reads is actually editing, re edited and ready for publication. It's publication ready. But we do do some light editing because we appreciate that um, typos and grammar uh, mistakes creep in. So we do do that. But we do send it back if it needs a lot of work, um, it needs a lot of editing, or if it's, you know, a short story that's all show, that's all tell and not show. We will give advice on how you can bring it up to publication standard and people can um, work on it and submit it again the next month or, um, or even a month later or later in the year. Um, so we also have um, a clear uh, date when the graphic design will be done by so that that gives me time to actually publish the magazine and get it out on time for the first of the month when it comes out. Um, the graphic design, you need to decide what program you're going to be using. Um, at the moment, it's Microsoft Publisher, that's what uh, has been used. And we are going to continue with Microsoft Publisher because the person that's coming on board actually um, is comfortable with that and has used it and knows what they're doing. So use something you're comfortable with. Use something that you know you're going to be able to use. Um, so once you've got all that in place, um, then you you know that you're good to go. Um, you also need to put submission guidelines. You need to have let contributors know how they can submit to the magazine. They need to know what they're um, able to do um, in terms of what the content is, um, word count. For so, there's, we have different word counts for short stories, for articles, for flash fiction. Um, for editorials, obviously, I'm only a person, the only person doing the editorial. But each for poetry, we have um, certain guidelines for each of them. So we know exactly, uh, the contributors know exactly what they're working towards. And that's important to know as well. But if 
if they have clear guidelines, um, then they'll know what they're doing. If you want them to submit in Times New Roman 12 point, then tell them that. I'm not saying that's what you're going to do. But whatever way you want it submitted, if it's in a Word document, tell them how you want it submitted. Give them clear guidelines so they know exactly how to submit and when to submit um, and the types of also clear guidelines on um, what, um, sorry, clear guidelines on, uh, you know, what they, you would expect them to put in in the terms of content. Um, because if they don't know, have those guidelines, they could submit something that's not suitable for the magazine. So with ours, what we have, we have regular contributors and regular features. Um, now, some of the people who were doing the regular features um, have come to a natural conclusion anyway. They were only doing it up till now and new people are coming on board. And I think that's good because it gives the magazine a fresh new look, a um, fresh impetus. Um, you know, people have fresh ideas. And I think that's good for any magazine. It's always good, even yearly, to take a look at what you've done and where you're going for the year ahead. And I think that's um, important. Important. I think it's important to spend time doing that. Um, I mean, if it ain't broke, it, don't fix it. But it may be that it needs a bit of a freshen up. And this is a time when we can look at freshening it up a bit. So um, we've got some new regular co uh, contributors coming in. Um, and some other people are going to do um, features for us. And I'm very excited about what they are going to be. Um, we with um, Mum's Favourite Reads, we have different things. We take articles, we take stories, we take poems, flash fiction, photography, we do interviews, lots of different things. Um, many, uh, anything that we think will interest our readers. Um, there's a, you know, and that's what's been happening all along. Um, and we're not changing that. We're not changing the types of things that people can submit um, because the readers enjoy it and the readers are um, are interested in what's going on. Or we also do book reviews is the other thing. And the book reviews are extremely, extremely popular. Um, so the articles are on a wide variety of different subjects Um and they're also on, um, you know, they're of interest to, to most people. As I say, I think this is why men read it as well as women, because the articles are suitable for anyone. OK, some of the articles, they might be aimed at moms, they might be aimed at women, but others are aimed at anyone. For example, in the past, we've had articles on bushcraft and anyone that's interested in bushcraft can read that. We've also had things about um, using herbs. And again, that's been used, uh, that's suitable for anyone. Um, we've had articles on writing. We've had articles on, um, I'm trying to think out that on historical articles. And the history articles are extremely, extremely popular. I did one of the Dragons of Dundee. Now, you're probably thinking, the what? Um, but Dundee really does have dragons and links to dragons. And if you look through the back issues of um, Mom's Favourite Reads, you will find my article on the Dragons of Dundee, which I think is fascinating and other people seem to enjoy it as well. 
So when it comes to publication, um, how do we publish it? Well, we publish it on Issue, Amazon, Draft2Digital and Smashwords. And we get readers from all those places. Um, And we have a core readership, which is good. But you can't just rely on your core readers, even though they enjoy it. You also need to promote and market the magazine. Um, Now, Marissa Mortimer, who I mentioned earlier, she came on board a couple of months ago and she is our marketing promotion, promotion, marketing and promotion um, member of the core team. And she's doing a brilliant job and she um, distributes it to all of mum's favourite reads, social media sites, but she also uh, distributes to her own um social media as well, as do all the core team. We spread the word and we get the word out to everyone that the new magazine is out. Um, We also ask that anybody who's contributed um, does does promote their own um, piece as well, whatever it might be, poetry, um, poetry or a short story or flash fiction or an article, we ask that they promote that through their social media sites as well. And the promotion is going well. And I think that's, it's the buzz. The buzz of all the promotion helps to drive it as well, um, which is good. Communication is another thing to think about. And this is communication between um, the core team and also to the contributors, to the authors who are contributing. Um, They need to know what's going on. They need to know that um, we appreciate what they're doing. And what we do is we actually have a, a group on Facebook and we have the submission guidelines are in there. Any contributors are in there. If people stop contributing and they don't think they'll contribute in the future, then we take them out of the group um, because it is just for the ebook uh, contributors. Mom's Favourite Reads ebook magazine contributors. Um, but um, if people are only submitting every three months, that's fine. They can stay in the group as long as they're submitting. Um, and we do all our communication through there, which is easiest because um, there are some people who are not on Facebook, but most people are on Facebook and they're happy to contribute that um, to be in the group. We do communicate by email with a few people. Um, we also have a Google form where people can submit um, their piece each month. Um, and they do that's in the the um, group in featured and also the submission guidelines are in there so that everybody knows what they're doing and it's easy to send people there to have a look we don't have to keep emailing things out to tell people it's all in one place and there's a lot of interest about contributing um, when I said that I was uh, moving over to take over as um, the the uh, editor-in-chief, then people said, oh, I'd like to contribute. How do I contribute? And there's a very keen uh, group of people who are very excited about um, the magazine and being able to contribute and being able to uh, be a part of the magazine. So I think it's important to build up 
um, a core number of people um, that will submit uh, each month. We've got, I think, in the group about 147 people. Now, I'm not saying all 147 contribute every month. Uh, That can't happen because there's not enough space. But it does mean that people have time to take a break. People um, can... um, you know, submit when they want to, when they've actually got something. It gives them breathing space to actually be able to do that. So what do you do when things go wrong? Well, things are going to go wrong, as I said earlier. Um, people are get ill. People have life issues happen. Um, you know, I had a flood one week when my radiator decided to... Uh, give up the ghost uh, and the pipes burst Um, and my so I had no heating in the house I had a flood in the conservatory and I was really unwell at the same time I was meant to be editing the magazine I obviously couldn't edit the magazine that week that week because I had too much going on other people stepped up to the plate and this is why you need to have people that are able to do your job if you're not able to any month. So for example, as a publisher, I will have someone who will be able to step in and publish on my behalf um, if things go wrong um, and I'm not able to do it for whatever reason. Um, I don't think that'll happen. I mean, that's only happened once in five years, but you know, you never know what's going to happen. Um, you don't know what's around the corner. So always have provision in place in case something goes wrong. So I hope this has helped you. I hope it's given you food for thought. I hope it's made you think about um, the possibility of actually starting and running a magazine. It's a fabulous thing to do. It's really, really worthwhile. It's um, I love doing it. I love helping other people. I love supporting it. I love running it. And it's a platform. It's another platform for you as an author because people are seeing your work month in, month out if you're um, putting it out there. What we do is anybody that contributes, if they've got a new book out, we give them a shout out about the new book so they get uh, free publicity for it. Um, Our regular contributors, we do interviews with them. So again, they get the publicity and um, we do support people. Um, if I have a new book coming out, then I can put it in the magazine um, it, and it gets a shout out they, and so people know about it. So it's worthwhile doing from a number of reasons. Um, it builds your network. It builds the network of people that are actually seeing your work. It builds a network of people that you can call on um, and it builds up a network of p- other writers where you can ask questions and can um, enjoy yourself each uh, month and get to know the other authors. And I love meeting new people. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you found it helpful. And as I say, I will be back next week with another interview. So until then, have a great week of writing and reading. And I hope it all goes well for you. See you next brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon where you can support me for as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. 
you go to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.